Hi, and welcome to Black on the Mat, the space where culture, community, and yoga intersect through our lived experiences. We're your host, I'm Danielle. And I'm Seisha. Join us on this journey to bring representation and shed light on often overlooked stories on the yoga mat. We're creating an accessible roadmap into yoga for Black people, building a community in this predominantly white space. And letting folks already into yoga know that we're here. That's right. And speaking about being here, you know, I'm curious, you've been to yoga for a while and I want to know from your perspective, have you ever felt the pinch in your wallet from a yoga class? Like how much do you spend like for yoga sessions? I know out here it is mad crazy expensive. So um, I really do think it definitely depends on where you are, how much a yoga class costs. My, I feel like the average um, around me is about 17 to $20. Um, I'm like, clutch my pearls, where do I need to move? (laughs) (laughs) That's how I let you, that's a bargain. Um, And then, yeah, and like my online classes are $15, but I I honestly feel like if you are feeling the pinch, quote unquote, of a a yoga class, like the cost, really what happens is it just falls by the wayside. You put it, you put it, you deprioritize it, right? Like if it's just too expensive, it's just too expensive, which is honestly a shame as in it's a physical practice. It could be free. Yeah. You know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, I like what you're saying with that, because that was the way it was for me in Pilates. Like I hella love Pilates, but I was like, Ooh, $28 a class. Y'all are tripping because it wasn't worth it to me. Mm-hmm. Whereas my yoga classes, I'm like, Oh, 25, I'm going to pay it because I know the value behind it. And I agree with you. Like my online classes, I'll do like for $11 or I'll do a community class. But mm-hmm. in California, I think I don't know a class maybe I'm wrong. Anyone in California, don't, don't come hunting for me. I don't know a class <laughs> under $20. At all? No. Um, that, I mean, that's surprising. My online classes also were $15 um, each. And then like, there's a package deal. Um, and, and I feel like that that's something too, right? Like there's always like some kind of package or a membership or something that you could get if you are really dedicated um, into giving that time into your practice. However, we are also now talking about the cost of the package as a whole and the cost of your time. Yeah. Do you have the time to do this to, and like, there's also so, so many sorts of time, Mm -hmm. right? Like if you're running around on like public transportation, that takes so much more time to get yeah. you what from work to your gym to change and then the time to change and then time to be there on time and not be rushing or running. And then you still have to go home and do all the rest of your life. Where do you find the time and that added extra cost on top of your job? Yeah. And it goes back to, again, it's some, it has to be something you find valuable because you're not going to make the physical time because it quote unquote cost you, but you're also not mm-hmm. going to make the emotional time, the mental time that I think that people don't think that there is an emotional cost that comes with this. Like, I think the fact that, and it, it the thing is emotional cost. I think it's more of an emotional payout. And for me, it's a payout. So my emotional well being that I get from yoga helps me be okay with the 
financial costs or the time costs that I put in. Like if you start adding up everything, it's like you're making a budget and you're putting in, well, I get this emotional benefit. I get this physical benefit. I paid this physically. I paid this financially. I paid this in the clothes. Okay. This all adds up to, yeah, it's still worth it. Mm -hmm. And speaking of clothes, like, I don't (laughs) know about you. I mean, I won't shout out anything because I've done it on other podcasts, but we'll be we'll be all brand friendly today. Mm-hmm. But honey, what do you do you think that people need to spend like these high prices for all these yoga clothes? It's like, do you do you actually feel the difference in a high brand clothing, yoga clothing? So I'll say this. I do feel like there's a difference in the level of quality um in different types of yoga pants, 100 mm-hmm. percent Yeah. But I don't necessarily believe you have to be spending upwards of $100 for a pair of damn stretchy pants. I just don't. <laughs> I just don't. on this one. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and like when that comes to clothes or equipment or things like that, I, um, I am a, a person that says like, I feel like you should go to just like a, um, a store where they have a bunch of everything. This is the time where you go to, to the Marshalls or Burlington or something, right? And it's like, you got yoga clothes and you have uh, the blocks and mats and things like that, wheel strap, whatever the, the things are that you want, or you can actually physically touch stuff, stretch the pants, see if they feel good to you. If they feel like they would provide enough compression, you can try them on, you can try them out. Um, do your little squat test in the bathroom, check if you can see your panties, those things. <laughs> Listen. It's a check. It's important. Okay. Add it, add it to the routine. Everyone, everyone, not just you. (laughs) Everyone add it to the routine, but like, make sure, cause you know, you're going to be bent over. I feel like that's a big thing when people buy clothes that they don't feel comfortable in, um, for whatever reason, right. You get to class and you see your thong in the mirror. Now you're subconscious about that. The entire class, that's not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth it. Right. It takes away a part of that value. Like you just mentioned, I come here and yeah, I had to pay for some clothes and I had to pay for a mat. But now I get to have this practice where I feel amazing and my body feels good and I feel stretched and I feel moved and like and my energy feels good and all that stuff. You can't put a price tag on that, in my personal opinion. Right. So I I feel like, sure, it could cost a million dollars. The average person doesn't have a million dollars, myself included. Right. So. I feel like finding that access point, like, like I said, go to one of these stores where you've got like the discount prices and the ability to touch and and like squeeze and feel the mat, feel the material, feel, look at how thick the, um, the mat is itself. Does that feel like it would be good for you? You know, like you have the opportunity to check those things out without, cause like you on Amazon, you don't know. Right. Or from any other website that you order from, you just don't know. You can't feel it. Um, And then also, if you find a brand that you like, now you can order, right? Now you can take advantage of whatever their sales are or what they've got going on. But if you don't check out a variety of brands, that's hard to do. And it's expensive to check out a variety of brands by just purchasing. I know for me, I'm a Marshall girl. I mean, I don't go to Marshall's or Ross unless I'm looking for yoga clothes because I don't really care for those stores. <laughs> I feel like very, they're like by Ikea. It's like, it's like, I can't get out because the line is too long. There's too many people in here Girl. and it's a hot mess. 
But I have found a lot of my yoga clothes there because they're always on sale, way more cheaper than I'd find in other places. They have great brands. Mm -hmm. But like even the shirt I'm wearing today, I actually got this from Target. Target has, don't slip on Target. They have some really good yoga Mm -hmm. clothes. And yes, they still can be slightly expensive, but I waited for this to go on sale. I was like, this is going to go on sale. I'm like, the sale rack at Target for yoga clothes (laughs) is fire. And so I like doing stuff like that. I like, I will find places where I want to support like a certain, like a black brand or something like that. And like, I have certain clothes that I've bought because of those types of things. I can't say any high end yoga brand item that I have is like, oh my God, I feel like I can do anything in these things. And so I'm doing yoga on a cloud in the mountains. Yeah. I personally can't be like, do it. They are the reasons you there you need to go to them. This is for you. This will make your practice even better. I think you have to try the clothes on, like you said. Like I try everything on before I buy it. Um, some of the clothes that I love the most, I got in Bali, which were dirt cheap, but it's not like mm. I'm gonna go to Bali and and they were cute designs too. Like she had these really cute designs, she had her whole family involved in it. But I can't go to Bali every time I need some new yoga clothes, sadly. Stuff. Unfortunately, yet, yet, yes. Lord, like, well, what kind of us? world are we in? <laughs> yet, just yes. you know, I'm just saying, Lord, are we we here? Here, you hear us? We hear you, <laughs> well, Margaret. I'm here. It's me. It might, <laughs> was it me, God? It's Margaret. I forget, clear. I did not read that book. <laughs> <laughs> but you brought up a um, good point because you brought up the cost of equipment. Like, I remember when I first started yoga, I got a mat. And I got a mat because I wanted the mat look cute. I didn't know about like, oh, it should be this size. It should be this comfort. I'm like, the mat was cute. It had a nice little design on it. It was gray mm-hmm. with yellow. And I was like, this is fire. <laughs> um, and then I started getting into yoga a little bit more. I was like, this is trash. Like this thing, I'm slipping <laughs> on the sucker. Like, it's not as comfortable as other mm-hmm. people seem to feel comfortable on their mat. And I was lucky enough to be in a yoga studio where they're like, we they had some mats and so they let me try a couple different types of mats. And so I was able to figure out what worked for me. But I agree with you going to places Absolutely. like Marshall's and those other places. I think I got my first mat at Target. Um, it was cute. And I think right. when you're first starting off, I don't know how important it is to have this like high-end mat, in my opinion. What are your thoughts? I couldn't agree more. I feel like when you just start, if you you do need some stuff, right? So yeah. start as simple and as accessible as possible and then learn some things, learn what you like, right? Like, so um, one of my favorite mats is by Tone by Bad, a black female owned company. I started my yoga business and they started their mat business all at the same time. So we connected, um, just happened to connect. Yeah. And um, they have these really beautiful designs, but they have like a microfiber top. So if you have sweaty hands, it's perfect. And then, you know, like it helps that. And I like those things. It's very effective. My hands aren't that sweaty personally. I still love this mat for, and especially at the right time in the summer, go to, yeah. right. But for me in the winter, my hands are too dry now to use it. And now that makes me slide because it's more like a towel, right? Mm. So <laughs> it really problem. depends. <laughs> But right, but I don't know. I don't know. It just it's too slidey for me at sometimes. So um, sometimes I need uh, like a rub- more rubber plastic feeling under my hands. Um, and then Clyde swears by a cork mat. Swears by, and he's. I've heard a lot of people one. who say that. Them. 
Right. And I think the thing is that like, I, I love your, your, um, I love that you had the opportunity at the studio to try out a couple different kinds of nice mats. Right. And to say like, Oh, I like the way this feels under my hands. I don't slip. I don't do this. I feel comfortable. My feet feel supported. My knees feel supported, whatever it is that like really plays a factor in your practice that can be found in a yoga mat as a support. Um, it's not just a piece of rubber underneath you. It <laughs> is yeah. your place to do your yoga. So find the, finding the best place and the best way to do that yoga is, is important. Um, and yoga mats can be expensive, but I feel like that's the kind of expense that should be worth it if you're going to practice. Like um, a cork mat can cost $100 easily. Mm-hmm. Um but for it to last and be perfect for underneath you. And usually like the cork is done sustainably and stuff like that. So all of those things versus like the rubber, that's going to be bad for the environment and this, that, and the other. And, you know, so like there's, there's all the things. Co- their cost to the environment. If you pick mm-hmm. the wrong mat as well. And I, and I think that's a good point. Like for me, I feel like I'm glad I didn't start off trying to buy a bunch of blocks and straps and all these things because Oftentimes, especially if you're practicing at a studio, they have those things. And what yeah. I've learned for me at home, instead of using a bolster, I will use a couch pillow for things, or I'll fold up a yeah. blanket and I'll use that for different things as well. And so I know that you can use towels, you can use blankets, you can use sofa pillows. What are other alternatives that you can provide or ideas for people to do yoga at home or ways to where they can kind of get around buying some of these things? The, um, I always tell people if they want to use a block or they think they need a block, they can use, if they're just using it as like a touch point, you can use a shoebox. Um, it'd be better if it was like a, um, one of those, a plastic bin kind of box versus a softer, right. Versus, you know, a cardboard that might, you know, come from underneath you. So you can put a little bit of weight into it. You don't stand on those obviously. But other than that, like if you need to bring the floor up to you, you're trying to reach down for balance or something like that, or even squeeze it between the knees. You're not, you're not the Hulk. You're not going to break it. <laughs> squeezing it between. If you knees, are, you we know? are not responsible. <laughs> we are not responsible. I'm sure your thighs are powerful, more power to you, but <laughs> I think you'll be okay. Um, Using a block or books, like I said, like a big dictionary size book is a good one, especially on the floor. If you do want to press your weight into it, um, a, People sometimes use yoga straps, but if your mat comes with a strap to wrap it up, usually that strap is good enough to also hook around your foot and hold it or in your a hand. towel. Right. Or a towel. Use towels, um, washcloths, scarves, mm-hmm. headbands, right? Things like that to help reach hand to hand if you need to reach behind your back for a bind or something like that. Um, and then so a an, um a really frugal way to um to get a regular practice or kind of get into your practice Mm -hmm. people people get nervous about like starting yoga right I don't know what to do I don't know what to do with my body this any other you can actually just I would say do a private session and honestly this could happen online this could happen in person but do a private session and make sure that the person that you're getting that session from is comfortable with you recording it from there Whatever you talk about, whatever you learn, you have a recording of that knowledge. You can practice that same stuff. You can ask your questions. You can get things done the right way for your body and take that video and practice it for a month. 
before you need another session or before you whatever, right? Like, so there's no other extra cost as far as what it is that you're facing. Yeah. Starting your practice. This is an idea. (laughs) No, I think those are all good. I think also I'd love for us to kind of talk about affordable options and affordable resources when I was first starting and even when I first start, even today, I still do this. I will look up a studio and I'm like, oh, okay. I've never been in the studio. What new student pricing do they have? So like the studio I teach Mm -hmm. at, you get three classes for $25, which Mm -hmm. is a steal because, you know, normal classes are 21 to $25 already. And so you're getting this great deal. And I also take classes on uh, online often because I'll look for stu- studios. They're not as many yoga, Kundalini yoga studios around here as I would love mm-hmm. there to be. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'm always looking for a different teacher. And so I'll mm-hmm. look on MindBody, which is an online app for yoga. And I'll look to see, okay, what new studio have I never been to that I can get this, you know, new student discount. So that's one thing I love to do. I look looking for a lot of studios have a community class. I don't know if you've taken some of those. But there's mm-hmm. a studio I go to I, I go to virtually in San Diego that does a community class uh, once a week. And so it's a free class. And so I love being mm-hmm. able to attend those because a, it fills my soul. I make the time and it doesn't cost me much. And I know there are also things where I know a friend who she did a trade. So I don't know if you've mm. done that before where she traded studio, where she worked in the studio and got some free time to like practice. So what are tips that you have or things or the resources that you can recommend? Um, so I always tell people that the way I got started really practicing more was by going to classes in the gym. So if you have a gym membership um, where they teach classes or, you know, you just want to get in on it. Look for a gym by you and the chain, the large chain gyms, like the national chains usually do have them. I worked at two different ones. So I know for real, they really do have them, Um, which was literally the cheapest way to get to me for a long time. Um, And I got to go to however many classes per month for like 25 bucks because that was the gym membership price. Wait, I'm hold up. I'm like, I'm like the Drake, hold up. What gym are you going to for 20? Like, where do I need to move? Gym membership be like $200 uh, over here. <laughs> listen, I li- we're talking East Coast versus West Coast, like deals right now, right? And then it's funny because when I moved to Orlando, people were like, oh yeah, it should be so much cheaper now, right? No, this is like living in Manhattan. I don't, I, I did say, I did not live in Manhattan. I lived in Queens. I lived South Side, Jamaica, Queens. The rap songs you heard in the nineties, those were real. That was my childhood, Okay. The cost (laughs) of things has to be very affordable for the area that you're in. Um, And that was also kind of a thing as far as like me setting my pricing, right? Like I had to really pay attention to what my pricing um, Mm -hmm. provides and offers for this neighborhood. I I have always said I want to be accessible. I want to have an accessible point, an affordable point, a place where that price point is not not edging out the single mom or... Um, you know, just somebody that doesn't have like all this extra money to throw at a gym or a membership. So like I keep my online library membership at $25 a month so that you can watch all the playbacks of my recording. Well, not all, I don't upload every single one. Some of them are just not great or this and whatever, Yeah, but plenty. There's over like 50 hours of classes (laughs) that you could take on that. And that's $25 a month. 
And that's cheaper than the gyms now. Cause I'm talking about $25 a month years ago. Okay. Cause I was I just like, I'm sorry. I don't know teaching. where you well, need to live to have a gym price that I'm like, Mm-mm. even when I was younger, I don't call it being that cheap. But again, we're talking about the difference between different coasts because I do live in, mm-hmm. you know, the tech city or tech country where everything costs everything and every other car you see is a Tesla, literally. Like, I feel like every other car is, a, no one does punch buggy. They do punch Tesla um, because there's that many Teslas on the street. So I, that makes a good difference about where to go. And have you ever taken classes like at a community center or at local parks? So I have, I've taught a couple park classes, um, especially with other programs. I taught a free, a class that was free for the attendees by um, the AKAs here in UCF. You know, I love me some AKAs. Um, so look, like, look at the different communities that you're involved in, even if it's not like a physical location com- based community, right? Who are the programs that you know about or that you've heard of? There's always like Girl Scout, Boy Scout things. Uh, you know, these regular programs and the things around you, the community centers will have a class. And like, usually when you do a community center class, it's like all these people that are like 60 plus years old. Um, <laughs> so it's nice. It's cute. We sometimes we do chair classes and things like that. Uh, but yeah, you, you're going to have some options to to like find affordable or free uh, classes to take. It doesn't have to be like the biggest expense. Um, and like you said, you know, um, the studios will have an introductory offer and even the gyms, the gyms will have a good gym, I feel like does have the kind of outreach where they do a community class or they do something, a class in the parking lot one day or in the, the garden, whatever they got going on in their yard, mm-hmm. something um, to connect and offer, you know, to the community. So you know, these things exist, they are out there, um, but you do have to look into it and find where that is around you uh, for access or free, right? And then there's um, there's the online uh, communities that also exist. I will say that maybe they will be in the caption or something, because I'm trying to think of good ones to offer. We could definitely um, put some but- options in the caption of different resources that we know about and kind of give a little timeline yeah. of what you can do. Also talking about, you know, where to buy the clothes, what's Mm -hmm. needed and what's not. So kind of recapping that, do you need a high-end mat? Yes or no? Mm. No. Do you need to buy the highest in brand of yoga clothes? Yes or no? (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) Period. Uh, Do you need every piece of accessory um, that you think that you may need like a, why did I blink on the accessories? The bolster, the blocks and the strap. Yes or no? Maybe. Oh, she's doing <laughs> a maybe. Look at her looking fiery. <laughs> and are there opportunities to, if you're able and willing to do the little bit of extra research to find community classes, free classes, deals, are there ways to cut the cost of yoga? Yes or no? 100%. Absolutely. I agree with her. Maybe a minus um, the maybe. <laughs> well, I feel like the maybe is hard for me because it really does depend on your body, right? I can't say that 
you, everybody can just do this. You're going to need something. Do I think you could replace those things? Yeah. Do I think you could find some ways? Yeah. But I also do. I think that maybe you might just benefit from finding like a 1299 bundle for all that stuff. Uh huh. Make your life easier. (laughs) It depends on your body. It depends on the yoga practice. Right. Um, And it depends on what's around you. You are, and you are worth putting in the time, effort, and energy to figure out what that looks like for you, for your body, for your schedule. You are worth that. It doesn't have to be the types of yoga that we teach, but there is a type of yoga that your body and your mind and your spirit should respond to. Yeah. I love it. I just feel like I want people to know from this podcast episode that yeah, there are costs, but there's costs for anything you do. There's a cost to go to brunch. You got to get to the brunch, whatever transportation is. You got to get the cute outfit. You got to get your hair right because God <laughs> knows you can't go to brunch looking whack. There's a cost to the food. There's a cost to the tip and the service. There's a cost to your body. There's a cost to your mind of listening to your friend going on and on about that boyfriend who you know she needs to break up with. So in everything you do, there's a cost. It's about figuring out, is it worth it to me? Does it fill me up? Am I am I getting the full package benefit? And you have to weigh that. And that's my thoughts on it. Any other last thoughts for you? Yes. I also, I'm glad you summed that up so nicely. Think about the cost of not doing it. Hmm. What's the cost of not taking care of your body? <laughs> Expensive. What's the cost of those hospital bills when you fall and you can't get up, right? Versus the cost of the class right now where you learn that mobility, flexibility, and you have that access to your body, that fall will cost you nothing. Maybe a day because, yeah, you get older and things are harder. But the cost of not taking care of your body, that could cost you your family. It could cost you your literal house and home. Costs you your livelihood, costs you your your sanity. Like a lot of people, once you get to this practice, especially whether it's the gym, yoga, whatever it is, when you get to this practice, your mental state is so much clearer. So how much does yoga cost? All of that. Priceless. Because I was going to say, when you're talking about the cost of the physical, I'm like the cost of the mental of you not going to jail, you not losing your job because you cussed out your coworker, your boss, because girl, I know I've been there. Um, Yoga has saved a sister. (laughs) Thank you, yoga. (laughs) So yes. Well, exactly. We will put some resources in the notes for you guys, but we want to hear from you. Like, what are your thoughts? Like, what stops you from feeling like you can't do yoga in terms of cost? Maybe we have answers for that. Maybe we have resources come to us and ask us, you know, or tell us what's going on so we can be like, oh, maybe you can try this or maybe you can try that because this is a community. We're building a community to help each other to be able to be a part of this practice that it's worth every single moment and time and cost financially to do this. I got right. Especially when you don't make those costs inexorbitant, it's not necessary. You can find access. You are worth the effort to do that. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today on Black on the Mat. Let's continue connecting, sharing our stories, and sowing the benefits of having a yoga practice in your life. Subscribe to Black on the Mat on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. I'm Seisha, and you can find me at Thick Thigh Yoga on all social media platforms and thickthighyoga.com. I'm Danielle, and you can find me at Hello Well with Danielle on IG, YouTube, and hellowellwithdanielle.com. <laughs>